0: Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. Well, it feels so good in here. Let me just have a look at you. Ah, oh, here we are. You're looking great this, this evening. Thank you so much for coming out. And truly, it is an honor um, to be invited here and just come and see what God will do. And, you know, He's up to something. God is up to some good stuff. And uh, I believe that He's going to be moving tonight. And people will be uh, touched by God in in, uh, in powerful ways that so the Spirit of God is here. Uh, he can't help Himself because uh, when... We draw near to Him in our hearts and praise. He's a Father who responds. And He's been responding all tonight by the Spirit moving in. He's enthroned on the praises of His people. Jesus Christ is the Lord in this building right here, right now. And so all sorts of stuff can happen. The kingdom of heaven. Is at hand, and I can really sense God's beauty and His goodness wanting to be displayed. And so, yeha, yeha, yeha. Yeah, it felt like a, it feels like a bath of God's presence here, and uh, many of you are uh, going to be uh, touched with a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. We've been seeing God doing wonderful things. Lately, And I've been reminded afresh of just the power of the baptism in the Holy Spirit and how that is just such an, um, that is not some slow kind of a journeying thing, but that is just an accelerated woomphah from heaven. We've been seeing uh, people transferring from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of the Son of His love which is the kingdom that we're in in such powerful ways lately with the baptism in the Spirit of God, the freshness of God's Spirit moving in people's hearts. And, and He's in the room. Spirit of God is in this room. I'm going to minister in a, in a moment to some of you in this room. I'm going to see God moving. I just want to share a quick story as I was just thinking about this. There's this beautiful um, woman uh, come to our church. They were drinking and into alcohol, into, into drugs and um, smoking. And her name was Jana. And she came to church one day. She wanted to go to a church because she just felt she needed to get to church. So she wanted to go to a friend's church. So she came to our church, but she never found her friend. She went to the wrong church. But how many know, like, she found another friend, the Holy Spirit. And honestly, she was pregnant, full pregnant. And the, the baptism of like the Father's love just began to wash over her. Um, I've never seen so much snot on a pregnant belly before. And that... <laughs> Hallelujah, God. I'm praying for snot tonight. It's a good sign of encounters with, with God's goodness. And anyway, she she met Jesus that Sunday. She gave birth to her baby on Tuesday. She came back the next Sunday. And again, she just received this massive, just in her seat. She just began to weep in her seat as the Spirit of God just began to descend over her. And... She invited her partner who was into drugs and alcohol, cigarettes, you name it as well. He came the first Sunday. The Spirit of God, uh, he, you know, he was a little bit more resistant. But um, he was tugged in his heart enough to come back again the next Sunday after that. He was the first to respond to the salvation altar call. And the power of God just, just uh, moved on his heart so strong. And fire, liquid fire began to flood through his body. And these guys are just shining. You should see their faces. They're just radiating light. And um, I went to their house just last week. This this was all happening like just only a few months ago. I went to their house last week. I said, hey, Paul, why don't you tell us the story? How come you started coming along to church? How'd you end up at our church? And he said, well, Jana, my partner, she came. And I could feel the spirit coming off of her. And then he said this so that was one thing. He could feel the spirit emanating from her. And the second thing that clinched the deal for him for why he came was he said, and Jana became kind. And how many know it's the kindness that leads to repentance? And then I went and visited them. They, they were begging me or pleading with me to start a Bible study. So I went to a Bible study to their house just last week. It was my first Bible study at their home. I get there and they say, Oh, they answer the door and they say, Oh, Andy, um, and they're laughing. Um, we don't have Bibles yet, and we've invited you for a Bible study. I said, Oh, my goodness. That's so good because just last week, I was driving past a church in a town out from there. They were doing a working beyond the town. I stopped because I knew the pastor. I gave him a wave and said, how's it going? He said, it's really good. He was holding a box and in his hand, in in this box was 25 Bibles. And he gave me two boxes. I have 50 Bibles given to me out of total supernatural provision just the week before. How crazy is that? God knows what's going on and she said Andy um, she said Andy you'll never you'll never believe what's happened she said I've been addicted to smoking cigarettes for 20 years 20 years every day cigarettes and um, and I she said I that Andy you appeared to me in a vision on Monday so this is Monday last week and I was visiting him on Thursday you appeared to me in a vision on Monday and you said it only takes three days in a vision I've, she didn't know what that even meant. It only takes three days. Is what she, and she just kept hearing it only takes three days. Later on that day, she, she sparked up her first cigarette of the day. And she thought, man, this doesn't taste too good. And she, stuffed, she snuffed it out. She lit up another cigarette later on that afternoon. And again, hey, what's going on? This doesn't taste too good. And... So she stubbed it out. Second day, same thing happened. She only managed to get through two two cigarettes, not even the whole way through. The third day, she's just constantly hearing it only takes three days. The third day, she didn't even get through half of the first cigarette. The second cigarette she, t- she took, she... Stuff, she snubbed it out right at the start. She woke up on Thursday. Now it's the fourth day. And she said, Andy, I have not wanted a cigarette all day. I'm completely delivered. And she was just constantly in tears and radiating God's presence and goodness. It just as overwhelmed. I'm just so moved by seeing God touching these hearts. I went... Into I'm I'm so passionate for revival. I'm so passionate for a harvest of souls. And I'm believing that we're in a season for like a second Jesus movement. I believe that we're in a season for a massive harvest of souls that we're just stepping into right about now. We're just stepping into. We're starting to see the markings and the signs of a fresh wave of harvest coming in. It's happening every Sunday in our church. Just about every single Sunday, people are giving their hearts to Christ. And I know across many churches in our nation, people are coming in. It's, we're in an amazing season. We're right on the edge of just something phenomenal. And I was praying in one of, probably the, absolutely the worst suburb in terms of the stats, the most violence, the most police call-outs, the worst suburb in our city. And I was praying by myself with the Spirit of God, just saying, God, um, I'm asking for a harvest of souls. Father, I believe, you see, I've been so stirred by the story of Henry Williams, one of our first missionaries, who when there was zero salvations, zero salvations, he took over the missions in New Zealand around 1820s, somewhere in the 1820s. Then in 1838 through to 1842, in about a four and a half year window, while the population was about 80,000 people, our whole nation was only about 80,000 people in about 1838. But He saw in a four and a half year window, 34. Check this out, 80,000 population, four and a half years, they saw 34,000 swept into the kingdom of God. And I'm so stirred by that. That God, you're the God who goes from glory to glory. Let that not be the high tide watermark for revival in our nation. And so I've been, I've been, seems to me, I can just anchor my soul, my prayers into 34,000 as a start. God, I asked for 34,000 as a start. For a nation, And so I've been praying that in this suburb, that some would come from this, these streets. And I walked up to these, and, and Lord, I'm open. If, if you want me to uh, prophesy over someone or go up to someone, tell them about you, I'm open, God. But Lord, let me pray for a harvest. And uh, I walked up to these three elderly, I shouldn't say elderly, more mature women, maybe in their 60s, early 60s. And it was 9.30 in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning. They were all drinking. They were drinking alcohol. starting to get drunk at 9.30 in the morning. I just walked up to them and I said, Good morning. Just an honor to be here. I'm just in karakia in prayer for your suburb. And they said, um, This suburb needs a miracle. And I said, Well, you know, that's, that's what God's in the business of doing or something like that. And I said, sometimes when I pray for people, I see their future. I'm just looking for a way to get the presence of God into them. And one of the ladies said to me, Andy, uh, she didn't know my name. She said, what church do you go to? And I said, I go to Bethel Church. She said, I've heard of that church. I want to come. And I'm like, I didn't even need to, I didn't even need to like show you the gifts of the Spirit or like do anything special. I just walked up to you. I said, can I pray for you? And she said, what church do you go? She said, I want to come. And so we, we, we organised a ride for her. We picked her up. We gave the Salvation Altar call that Sunday. She was the first to get saved that Sunday, which is just amazing again. I went into her home just about two or three weeks ago. And she's still struggling with the alcohol thing. She's crying as she's, as she's saying, Andy, I'm just trying to get rid of this poison water. I'm just I just can't get rid of it. My whole family's into it. I, it's so hard for me to give up. And we just ministered the presence of the Lord into her house. And this thickness of God's presence just came into her house. I'm praying for the thickness of God's presence to intensify in this house right here. And she began to be filled with the Holy Spirit. She began to cry and laugh. And again, this whole snot thing, man, just snot thing taking place. And she's just crying. And then two of her friends, that were drinking buddies of hers, came to the front of the door. And they, they, they opened up the door And Makarita, the woman's house that I was in still with snot on her face, shaking in the presence of the Lord. Said, oh my goodness, I'm glad you're here because you get to meet my pastor. And you should have seen these two women jump. And I jumped and they're like, oh gosh. They're trying to back out of it. And they realize we're busted. They've seen us they come in. The Spirit of God is in that house. I say a few words of knowledge and um, they Allow me to pray. I say, It would be an honor, It'd be a privilege if I could cut a key, a prayer for you. She said, Sure. She had pain in her back since the 80s and um, she'd had a car accident. And I just asked to hold her hands. And then I just released the love of God into her. And a physical wind began to blow in the room. I just said, The wind of God is blowing. We're talking about the Ruah. The wind of God, the Spirit, the wind of God began to blow in the room. And after about a three-minute prayer, releasing the love of God into her and us and just proclaiming healing in her body in the name of Jesus Christ. I said to her, how are you going? And she said, she said, "Um, Andy, the moment you put your hands on me, a physical power went down your hands, into my hands, up my arms, down my back. And I was instantly healed. And I thought, what a waste of my three minutes of prayer. I'm just seeing God doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things. That wind was um, in another meeting that I was ministering in up in Auckland and there was a retired pastor there. He might have been in his 70s. He's wearing a nice suit and um, the wind was blowing in the meeting and we prayed for him and the power of God just hit him so strong. He, he just fell out in his, in his aisle, smashed over his wife, ended up crumpled on the floor in the second aisle and we released healing into his body. We found out this, as he was shaking our hand, we found out that he'd had an injury in his neck 11 or more years before. I'm getting intoxicated in the Holy Spirit. I'm sorry. I just want to invite you to do the same though. Invite you to keep your hearts open. There's, there's, there's something in the room. Or should I say someone. And uh, the neck damage had caused nerve damage that went down his arm and into his hand. And for all that time, well over 10 years, he was unable to shake a man's hand with his right hand. And the testimony was, he was shaking our hand with a man's grip. The power of God had come into into his neck, down his arm, into his nerves. And for the first time in over 10 years, he was shaking my hand. And it was hard, man. And God is doing amazing things. God is doing amazing things. So, hallelujah. I feel like he's going to do some amazing things really soon in the the room. He's going to display his goodness. Um, We were in a time of healing, just ministering healing in a meeting. And uh, there was this big shouting noise at the back of the church. And um, a woman was holding her hearing aids. And I said, what's going on? And she said, I've got my hearing aids out and I can hear at the same volume. And everyone's like shouting and so excited. But then she's like, <gasps> and I can speak. This is just a couple of months ago. I don't know if I told you the story yet. Just a couple of months ago, she had a hearing aid in her hand. She's saying, I can hear now. My hearing aids are in my hand. Everything's the same volume. And <gasps> I can speak. And I was like, What, you can speak? What, you can hear and you can speak? Were you a deaf mute? Were you a deaf mute? I said, I was like, are you a deaf mute? She's like, I want, kind of. I was like, what on earth is happening there? But everyone's just shouting and celebrating and God's moving and stuff's happening quick. And anyway, one of the people from our church gave her a call at five o'clock that uh, that afternoon. So uh, after the church service had ended and said, hey, the church is over. There's no pressure how are you really? And she was still in that space of not even yet praise. It was more like confusion that since she was a little girl, she had had um, a disease in her ear. She'd had some kind of an infection in her ears and they didn't put the grommets in. And it had caused uh, about 50% or more deafness in her ears. And she was still marvelling and slightly confused that her hearing aids were not in, but she could hear at the same volume. And here was the story about the muteness. She'd had laryngitis for six weeks. Six weeks of laryngitis. And she was instantly healed of laryngitis as they were praying for her ears. And she only awoke to the fact that her laryngitis was healed as she was testifying to her ears being healed. Isn't that crazy? Praise you, God. It is crazy what God does. Right. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here. We absolutely adore you. And in front of all of these people in this room, dear Spirit, Holy Spirit, I just confess my absolute need and reliance and total dependence upon you. I thank you that you're here in this room. I thank you, Holy Spirit, wow, that you're going to minister your presence and healing and goodness into people's lives and that you're beginning to do that right now as I'm praying, Spirit of God. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're beginning to move over people Holy Spirit, some people in the room are already beginning to sense something, beginning to move on their legs. Lord, some people are already beginning to sense, just as I'm praying, the Spirit of God over their shoulders. I thank You, Spirit, that You're not far off, but You're really close. And God, You've promised that You'd never leave us, nor will You ever forsake us. That means not even for a second. That means you're here in the room right here. And we ask for you to move, God. We ask for you to move. Holy Spirit, I'm just going to come down and see what the Spirit of God would like to do. Hallelujah.